Welcome, welcome to the cast from the Crypt Season 1 Wrap-Up Award Show, where today we are going to be reliving or reanimating our favorite and best episodes from this whole season. And then we are taking the scariest, spookiest, most spine-chillingest episodes, and we are giving them awards. <laughs> I am your announcer, Julian Graves, and to present the awards for our episodes, I give you the ghost of our show, CJ Roby. Really, you're not even gonna have like a spooky name or anything. Yeah, thanks, Goulian. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Uh, we're back. And like he said, this is our wrap-up episode for Season 1 of Tales from the Crypt. Season 1 had six episodes, uh, so, I mean, it wasn't... It's it's longer than this current season of Rick and Morty, I'll tell you that. But uh, six episodes isn't really, like, a lot for a season of television. I mean, maybe, maybe back in the 90s it was different. I... I I was too young to understand what scheduling was for, you know, in that and like backdoor deals and like syndication and shit. But I'm pretty sure that first seasons were usually longer than six episodes. It's not anime. So the fact that this this got six episodes and then went on to become a massive success is a huge testament to the longevity of this show, which, uh, you know what, I will say that this podcast is also a testament to the longevity of this show, so, <laughs> no, um, this could be the last episode of this podcast, I don't know if it's any good or funny at all, I just make it, <laughs> so we're gonna be talking about the six episodes, and those were The Man Who Was Death, dot dot dot, and All Through the House, Dig That Cat, He's Real Gone, Only Sin Deep, Lover Come Hack to Me, and Collection Completed. And we, I got, I came up with some, uh, with some awards to give out for all the uh, episodes because this is going to be an honest-to-goodness-ass award ceremony, even though there's only six episodes. Look, everybody's a nominee for every award, so we don't have to, we don't have to pit them up against each other. We can just, uh, we can just do the thing. But before that, let's do what we always do, and let's start it off with top five credits of the season. Yeah, top five credits of the whole season. We have been doing our top credits every episode, so now I want to kind of boil that down into who some of the most prolific people were in this first season. So, we're going to start off with number five. So, number five was Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson, the main character of Only Sin Deep. 
Uh, she's also Marty's mom in Back to the Future when he when he goes back in time and she's all fine. I mean, she's fine and uh, only sin deep too. And she's also Howard the Duck's girlfriend. So you know that's fun. Number four is Mary Ellen Trainer from All Through the House, another classic '80s blockbuster mom. She was the mom in The Goonies. Uh, she was also Dr. Woods in Lethal Weapon, which we, we got some Lethal Weapon connections all through this season. Number three. Number three is Alan Silvestri, the composer for All Through the House. Uh, he is on this list because he is also another Back to the Future alum, but he also did the music for the Super Mario movie and the fucking Avengers, like all of them, except for two, but most of the Avengers movies, that was the dude, the bam, 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 bam. like, fuck yeah, have you feeling it in the theater, Alan Silvestri, uh, <laughs> number two, number two is Robert Zemeckis, who was the director of All Through the House. All Through the House had the craziest crew, and there wasn't even, like, that many people in that episode, but they they blew it out of the water. Um, but he's on. he was the director of the episode, and he's another Back to the Future guy. This was, like, that episode was just a whole Back to the Future reunion. Uh, he also did Forrest Gump, Castaway, He's the director of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like, Zemeckis has done a lot of things, and he's high on the list because I, I want him to work. I want to work for him. Please, please, I put you in second. I'm, I'm sorry, but you can't, as much as I want to work for you, you can't be on the top of the list because the top of the list is Tom Holland, who's actually Spider-Man. So, hey, that, I'm, I'm sorry. I, you can't do anything against Spider-Man. So... That is that is a top five credits of the season. And like, like I said before, we, we had a lot of Back to the Future people. We had a lot of Lethal Weapon people. They, those were kind of like the top two uh, other projects that I had run into in my research when I was just looking through all the cast lists and everything. So many Back to the Future people. So many Lethal Weapon people. And the, this show, L.A. Law, L.A. Law is, I, I had never heard of it before here, but apparently it just had all of the Tales from the Crypt people in it. Just all of them. There were, hold on a second. No, seriously, seriously. There were 19 people, 19 people throughout the whole series that went on to do L.A. Law. So, I mean, I, I have no idea what's going on with L.A. Law. I don't know who, like, maybe it has the same producers or something. I've got no clue. But we're, we're going to keep an eye on it. We're going to see just, just how deep the L.A. Law rabbit hole goes. First award, wittiest wisecracks. So, to stay true to the format of the show... We are going to start off with an award for the Crypt Keeper. Yes, we are going to be giving him an award for his best joke. Hey, look, he's a funny guy. 
He's always out here throwing puns and everything. And you know what? As as much as mm, as much of a bastard as he is, I can't knock him for his comedic timing. So we are going to get into his best joke, which honestly, I I, I don't just have one. And the reason is because the, he's he's getting this award for the entirety of and all through the house. His the intro and less so of the outro, but the intro's really great. Just just a, a masterful weaving of Christmas and horror puns. Uh, Yuletide Yelp yarn was was one of them. Which I mean, come on. He's he's doing pretty good work out here. So, yeah, all of his work in All Through the House gets this first award. Our next award is for Best Kill. Now, plenty of people have died in this season. Hopefully not in the making, but, I mean, we, we don't know. We don't know what happens later on in the season. There might have been, like, some pretty, like, crazy accidents. All these, like, horror shows and movies always have, like, one gruesome-ass behind-the-scenes, like, thing that ha- even Even the Twilight Zone, like, ended up getting somebody killed on their movie. So who, who knows what goes on behind the scenes of Tales from the Crypt. But we're talking about on-screen tragedies right now. We're talking about the deaths that have been in these six episodes. And they're usually like some weirdly, gruesomely karmic death and everything. But there's one that really stuck out to me throughout this whole season. So my best kill for season one goes to the doctor in Dig That Cat, He's Real Gone. This <laughs> the first kill after after he implants the cat gland and the dude just like oh hey do I have nine lives and only one way to find out <laughs> and he shoots him directly in his face <laughs> it was so funny and just like the way that he shoots the dude and the way that they shot the shot the scene and everything it was just. It's just glorious. Go back and watch the doctor shoot Ulrich in his face. It's so funny when he throws his arm back rapier European style. It's great. (laughs) It's fantastic. And it is the best kill of the season for me. Leah Thompson robocopping that dude in Only Sin Deep, shooting him like a million times (laughs) with like the smallest little six shooter. That was pretty that was pretty funny. That that's an honorable mention, but it it can't top that fucking doctor. Creepers digest. Folks, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the actual source material. If it wasn't for Bill Gaines and Al Feldstein and the rest of the EC Comics crew, we, we wouldn't even be having this discussion right now. So, this next category is going to be for Best Comic. Every episode this season has been based off of an actual uh, EC Comics-like issue and story and everything. None of, none of them were like made up for TV or anything like that. And really, most of them 
weren't even, uh, I mean, they were all EC comics, but most of them weren't even Crypt Keeper stories. A lot of them were Vault Keeper stories. Like, they had, so out of the six episodes, three of them were Vault Keeper episodes, two of them were Crypt Keeper episodes, and only one of them was an episode by uh, by the Old Witch. And the, all three of them are different, like, host characters in the show that pretty much just got boiled down into the Crypt Keeper. But you know what? He's he's taking everybody's credit. But we're, we're, we're not going to get into that. So we are going to go through and we are going to look at which of the actual original comics from this season was my favorite. And you know what? I think it's going to have to go with and all through the house because that one's a really good comic i i actually really enjoyed that that uh that story because of the constant like the constant shift of her being like oh fuck santa oh shit dead husband oh fuck santa oh shit gotta hide this dead husband oh fuck santa (laughs) and like i really enjoyed the art style i really liked her expressions and stuff it it did a very good job as painting her as a real piece of shit who's now in an even more fucked up situation. They did a really great job. So, all and all through the house takes our best comic this season. Suspense and disbelief. Folks, it's just not horror without cool creepy special effects and they had some absolutely fantastic like they had some masters of special effects on this show throughout its entire run even during its first season so we are looking at this season's best effect to give it the suspense and disbelief award and uh, i'm As much as I hate to say it, and as much as I hate giving him any credit, I gotta give it up to the Crypt Keeper. The Crypt Keeper is one of the most iconic horror monsters that has been around. Like, Wolfman, Dracula, the Crypt Keeper. Everyone knows these people. Like, you... There's... There's... Not you're gonna be hard pressed to find someone where you put up a picture of the Crypt Keeper and they're just like, "What the absolute fuck is that?" No, they're gonna be like, "Oh shit, the Crypt Keeper." You watch that show? I used to love that show. So yeah, hands down, it's gotta be the Crypt Keeper. Even though the official IMDb page of Tales from the Crypt has the uh, has the dude all stitched up from the end of collection completed. Nah, not as iconic as the Crypt Keeper himself. So that is our that is our award winner for the Suspense and Disbelief Award. Ikor Icon. No show would be complete without its stars, and I mean. No show's gonna obtain legendary status with at least some legends on screen. So we're talking celebrities right now. And, I mean, look, everybody did a fantastic job in this show. Every episode, I was never just like, uh, this is, 
this is some terrible, I can't even watch this because of how bad everybody's doing it. No. Everybody kept me engaged, kept me in the in the story and everything. Listen, it's 90s acting. What are you gonna do? <laughs> like, the... the <laughs> I'm just imagining the face that that dude makes at the end of Collection Completed. And, like, that was the only standout... Well, okay, maybe maybe the doctor throwing his whole-ass wrist back as he shoots somebody. <laughs> it's still my favorite scene. Um, but, no, we're talking about star power here. We're talking about the celebrities, the well-known celebrities that have made their appearances or been the stars of these episodes so far. And I'm going to give my top celebrity pick for season one to Leah Thompson. And it's mostly because Leah Thompson is just, uh, she's the best. She's, <laughs> she's gorgeous. She's, she's funny. She's like great in the episode. The accent doesn't really, she's, she's not a great accent worker, but you know what? Hey, she, she did, she did perfectly fine. It wasn't the strongest episode, but she definitely was the best thing about that episode. And I will give my honorable mention to M.M. at Walsh because of just the sheer amount of falling down he did for his episode. Just all of the, the goofy physical humor and stuff that he, that he did. He's, he was an old man even then, all right? And for, for older actors to be doing, like, pratfalls and physical comedy and stuff like that, that always makes me happy to see. But... I, I gotta go with Leah Thompson. I, I hope she hears this, bro, because I'm trying, I'm trying to get with Marty's mom. Gutsbuster. All right, we've been having a lot of fun, but it's time to get into the episodes proper. We need to get our awards for these actual episodes going. So, our first our first category for episode awards is funniest episode. So everybody knows, everybody knows that Tales from the Crypt is is a horror comedy sort of thing. It's not a straight up horror anthology where everything is just like, oh my goodness, uh, this is like this is a gory black mirror that I'm watching. Oh no, it, it's a it's a fucking comedy show that just so happens to have people dying in it all the all the time. It's a horror show like Metalocalypse is a horror show. Just because just because there's a bunch of gore in it doesn't mean that it's actually like terrifying. And none of these episodes prove that point better than the winner of our funniest episode, our, the receiver of our Guts Buster Award, and all through the house. That episode was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, a lady kills her husband and then murderous Santa comes after her? That, that's amazing. <laughs> like, he, just from the beginning, it's already, like, a great premise. Just like, ah, yeah. This, this bitch just murdered her husband, and now someone's here to murder her. I bet you wish you had a husband to help you out right now, didn't you? <laughs> like, all of, like, the, the 
slapstick and the weird like Looney Tunes sound effects that happen throughout the episode. And then just Hobo Santa <laughs> just walking around, just laughing all the <laughs> just making all sorts of weird ass sounds and shit. It's it's great. It's incredible. I was laughing the whole time. Most Twisted. If you're a fan of the show or you've been keeping up with the podcast, and once again, I thank you so much for doing so, um, you you kind of get the gist of Tales from the Crypt. I wouldn't really call them morality stories, but there's always like a fucked up, you know, karmic ending or thing that happens that is just like, ah, well, they deserve that for being a real asshole. So we are going to look at the most twisted tale of this season. We are going to get down into the best twist of the season. And I mean, I, I, chose, I chose this one not because it was like M. Night Shyamalan levels of karmic justice or whatever like that, but just because it was kind of the... It was kind of the one that really like laid out the whole that whole premise kind of the best and kind of kind of set up the whole show for uh, for following that sort of thing. I mean, the the other ones, I mean, like only sin deep like, oh, yeah, you can't get your beauty back. Otherwise, you'll be found out to be a criminal. And then uh, and then lover come hack to me just like oh you're a bad guy trying to marry for money but guess what she's trying to marry you to kill you like uh, i i get it but they're they're not number one for a reason number one our most twisted tale this season is the first episode man who was death uh it 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 had a perfect book ending to where the beginning was him just talking about loving executing people and being like, ah, yeah, they always say that the governor's gonna call, but he never does, those fucking idiots. And then at the end of the episode where he's, you know, where he refuses to get a haircut because he's not gonna need to because the governor's gonna call. It's it, it was a really good way to wrap up that episode and to kick off kind of the atmosphere of where the whole show is trying to go for the rest of the series. So, yeah, Man Who Was Death gets our most twisted tale. Most Terrifying Terror Tale. And finally, the moment you've all been waiting for, our best episode of season one. That's right. Our most terrifying terror tale of season one isn't the actually the most terrifying, but it is the best episode of the season. And that episode goes to Dig That Cat, He's Real Gone. This episode was it it had a little bit of everything, honestly. It had it had some it had some shock some a, a little bit of literal shock. It had some awe. It had a, a weird twist. It had you know like sp 
spooky, like, you know, it's a, it's a man who gained lives. He, he cheated death and then went on to go keep trying to cheat death and dying in horrific and stupid ways and stuff like that. It's, it's a great episode. It's hilarious. The characters are good. The, the storyline is good. What happens to the dude is great. It all wraps up nicely, and it is my favorite episode of the first season. It definitely is. So that's it, everybody. Those are all the awards that I have to hand out. It has been a great first season. I've had a lot of fun making this podcast and watching these episodes and basically reliving the night, well, the late 80s, where we're not exactly to the 90s yet. Uh, we still have, well, I, hmm, well, no, because, because this season ended in, in, uh, June, yeah, because this, because season one only ran for a month, it, it ran throughout June, and then it came back in, oh, April of 1990, okay, so, yeah, so next season will be, will be smack dab in the middle of the 90s, well, no, the, the middle of the beginning of the 90s. But next episode, we're moving on to a completely different decade, which, I mean, maybe I should have taken a couple weeks off because I'm recording this at the tail end of 2019, and it would have been great to, <laughs> to transition from one decade in, uh, in the show into another in real life. That'd be uh, pretty, pretty great. But you know what? I don't time things out like that, okay? So, uh... Folks, yes, next episode, we are getting into season two of Tales from the Crypt. And I, I say it I say it every time, but guys, thank you so much for going on this journey with me. Honestly, making this podcast has been incredibly rewarding for me, just being able to like share something fun with everybody. So you guys, you guys are the best. You really are. Now it's time for Shriek of the Week. We are going to wrap it up here. And this week's Shriek of the Week is actually, finally, finally, he stopped talking about video games. Yes, it's a movie. Uh, It's a movie that I haven't actually watched yet. No, it's not Dr. Sleep. (laughs) But uh, it's uh, It Chapter 2. It Chapter 2 is coming out on Blu-ray... It, well, no, it's already come out on Blu-ray by the time I recorded this. So go and pick yourself up a copy because, I mean, I still need to go see it. Uh, I still need to watch it. I liked, I, I was okay with the first one. Uh, and it definitely, it was kind of more corny than it was scary. But it did give me hopes for the second one because I was I was really like, okay, like if they... If they just, like, give me more clown. Give me more clown and make him do more heinous shit and, like, be actually scary rather than just, like, ugh, isn't it scary that the big clown filled up the room? The the big CG clown filled up the room. He came out of the projector. Wow. Come on, please, just... Just give me some crazy clown shit. This is the exact same thing that I said about Joker. <laughs> Just, I need more crazy clown shit. So hopefully, hopefully that, uh, hopefully we get some more of that shit in It Part 2. So 
go get the DVD. Tell me how it is. I'm going to go see it, but let's talk about some clown shit next time. All right, that is it for me. You know who I am by now, hopefully. I am CJ Damoka on all the social medias, CJ D-A-M-O-C-H-A. And I also have a Twitch channel where we play a, a large variety of games, some of them horror, some of them just stupid indie games, all of them hilarious. So please, come on and say hi. Tell me that I'm shit at podcasting, but better at gaming or vice versa. All right, guys, thank you all so much. And hey, I'll see you next season. Stay spooky, everybody.